So some people have religious tests for whether or not they can connect with me at whatever level, a level of a friend, a woman that I want to date, um, even maybe someone in my family um, who kind of has to keep me at arm's length because I'm not in the same religion as them or whatever. Um, those guys have these religious tests, and, and if I think really hard about this and from an introverted thinking perspective, uh, that's like, there's nothing about that that is really that troublesome. Like, I think people have a right to have tests for who will be in their life. Um, what I think is, what I, the, the problem I end up with is I think I have religious tests for people. Like, I want people to have considered this stuff heavily. I want people to be religious or ex-religious or have a complicated relationship to religion. I want that because because of something in me that wants credit for being that person too. I want to be seen in that way and understood as a person who's grappled a lot with problems of theology and atheism and God and things like that. But if I kind of, I mean, I'm just estimating that that's true about my sort of the, the sort of Jungian complex that's going on with me that attracts me to these people is that I want them, and I'm filtering people for that. And I noticed this subtly when I met this woman who was really quite likable this last week. Um, and I had this overwhelming desire to figure out if she was religious or not. And, and I realized I want to know that, that I want, that I want to know that, and that it will impact my perspective of her is plenty of evidence to suggest that this is kind of my problem, right? So um, I did a good job of not asking her that because it's um, sort of like, well, I'm not actually interested in pursuing a relationship with this person, and so as a, and it, it's, it would have been out of place because I just met her. But I do stuff like that all the time that's out of place. I don't have very good boundaries in that way. You know, sort of like um, extroverted sensors don't have as good of boundaries sometimes. Or, or sometimes, like the, the ESTP is sort of like the alpha type. Um, they're, the, you know, the most physically assertive. And, you know, sometimes if they're in your group of friends, they'll grab people and hug them. You know, lots of, lots of, uh, lots of guy-to-guy, like, contact you know, they want to be physical, um, even if they're heterosexual, I mean, you know, like like the sort of like wrestling guy, you know? But they also will, will touch girls a lot if they're heterosexual. They'll like give them hugs, things like that. Um, I have a friend that's kind of gotten in, got, gotten some, gotten some negative feedback about that recently that really impacted him. It made him feel really, he felt pretty bad about it. <laughs> you know, but like, the, that's extroverted sensing pushing boundaries all the time. Um, you know, hugs as opposed to just like, you know, maintain giving people their space. Extrovert intuition in the ENTP is it's kind of the same in a mental way. We don't really respect other people's mental boundaries, and you'll feel an ENTP just kind of triangulating your beliefs and everything about you as they're you know you're gonna feel kind of like your mind has been assaulted by them um, <laughs> if they're interested in you, you know, or if they're evaluating. If they're evaluating, yeah, if they're interested in you from a, from, from, for any perspective, really, for, for anything. 
So, um, that's one of the the things that's on my list is like, what are people's relationship to religion? Of what's their, you know, it's it's maybe I'm looking at it as a way of kind of doc, documenting their journey in life. What do they believe? You know, maybe what I should give myself credit for is it's more like a question of saying, what do you believe today that's different than what you believed 15 years ago? What don't you believe today that you believed very deeply in the past? Like, how did that change? That's kind of, that's the sort of question I'm getting at when I want to figure out people's religion and why. I want to know their, I want to know what has changed for them. And this might be a little bit like what extroverted sensors and athletes do, where they're like, I used to play football, now I run marathons. You know, I, um, I'm a big fan of the Portland Timbers. I, you know, like whatever it is that they sort of like follow in the external world that has a lot of like physicality to it. Like, oh yeah, I, I climb rocks. I do this and that. I used to do this. Now I do that. You know, I broke my... Uh, femur in a fall 15 years ago it took a long time to get back after that actually or I fractured my spine so you know this is like these are their stories of like progression through life and in a sense maybe this is why I'm interested in people's religion because I see that as like a shortcut to understanding their intellectual progression and I don't well the the problem is I don't know what I want like do I want them to reconcile the complexity of belief in imperfect religions? Do I want them to become atheists and explain that they are happier than ever now that they don't believe in God? Do I want them to tell me that they made pragmatic decisions or radical ones? Do I, you know, but the, maybe I don't want, maybe I am just using it as a sort of, um, a sort of profiling tool. Uh, because no matter what they tell me, I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> I'm going to be nervous when I meet an atheist because um, I have struggled over time with atheism as life has gotten harder. I have found it, um, un- it hasn't done as much for me as I wish it did. But, so I guess if I see someone who's a contented atheist, I might wonder if they've struggled enough in life. If I see someone who's like a tortured atheist like me, like someone who wants to believe in God but kind of like can't, then I, maybe I'm thinking, oh, they must be a lot like me. They have an affinity for truth, a desire for belief, but they can't really get it. You know, in a lot of ways, it's probably the same as asking people where they went to school and what football teams they cheer for. Um, it's just a way of kind of categorizing. But I guess so. I guess I maybe I don't have a religious test. Maybe I just have a religious conversation strategy, like a conversation strategy that involves digging about people's beliefs, the communities they come from, things like that. Um, but it may be that asking a like this girl that I met last week, I think was a ISFJ on the Myers Briggs personality type. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I think she was an SFJ type. I think she was an I or an ESFJ. Um, I think she's probably an ISFJ. <coughs> could could have been an ISTJ. Um, it may be that asking that person about religion is a little bit like is a, is a 
is an ineffective way to learn about them because just like asking me about what football teams I like is an ineffective way to learn about me because that there's no relationship between athletics and sports and and my self like I don't have any real relationship with that none of it I'm not invested in it in any real way and so and it may be that some people are also not invested in in their sort of philosophy of life in any real way um and I'm looking for friends across the spectrum of personality. I'm looking for friends who are different from me. I'm, I like censors. Um, I like people who are not intuitives, but who kind of just live in a simple way, or what looks simple to me, who live in a deliberate kind of step-by-step way. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from them and stuff like that, you know. So, um, so I, I perhaps should recognize that if I have a this kind of religious conversation test, this religious diagnosing tool, <laughs> then I could perhaps re- replace that with other tools if I could find a way to understand how to use them. Like when I ask people, I don't know, I just need to think about it. I need to think about what it means to be a sports fan or like how, how that means something to people. It's definitely a mystery to me. Like, I can't imagine that there's anything unique about any of these teams. They're all playing the same game with the same players. So I don't really understand how it could possibly um, reflect anything. I mean, people are just... Like, like, religions are a more complex test because they... You know, certain religions have certain things, strengths and weaknesses, and will fit different kinds of people. And it says a lot about your family and things like that. And but like fundamentally, there's no difference between Oregon State and University of Oregon when it comes to like, I mean, there's just not. I'm sorry. Like whatever. They're different schools. They have different academics for sure. But the, but like the athleticism, like whatever. It just it's all. A facade, I think? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's really some human characteristic that is defined by, in like, or that is influenced in, differently in different schools. Maybe there really is. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, um, but yeah, so people have a right to have these religious tests, and what I need to recognize is, while I don't, I, I'm, I've come around to thinking now, I don't have a religious test, I just use religion as a as a challenge question to sort of see how people think and how they've developed. Other people have religious tests, perhaps, and it's, I need to respect the fact that, like, I think that, okay, so I think that's okay. What I need to learn to do is believe them and withhold myself from people who do. Because in, inevitably, with people who have religious tests, they mistake their religious tests for ethical tests. And so they're like, well, I... So when they meet me and they realize that they like my ethics or they like who I am, they conflate me with their religion and they um, they make an exception for me. Uh, they want to make an exception for me. But that puts pressure on me to... Um, to stay in their box and not become unexceptional. <laughs> but I guess I also want them to make an exception for me. So if I break off that half of the complex, 
and start being like, oh, you're Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, cool. Interesting. I've, I've met, yeah, they're nice people, you know. Um, oh, you're a Mormon. Oh, cool. Yeah, I grew up in Utah. Uh, you know, got a lot of friends who are Mormon, like, you know. Um, oh, you're a, like, you know, a Seventh-day Adventist who prays over meals and we just had a prayer over the meal. Like, okay, like, um, well, let, let me put it this way. I, my friend who's an Adventist, um, wanted an invite to this game night, this board game night, at ESTP's house. And ESTP, I said, I said to him, I said, my friend wants to come, but her husband, um, it has like a problem with like smoking weed. So I told, and I was go- telling this him this to say. So I told her it wouldn't work because my friend likes to smoke. Um, and I was like, but before I could even say that, I said, but he has like a problem with like smoking with people who smoke weed. And, and he says, well, then he's not invited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's beautiful, you know. Um, it's like saying, oh, you. When someone says that they are, they only date um, within their religion, okay, then you're not invited to get to know me, you know? Um, and that's fine. That's, like, totally fine. I've got to embrace that and realize that. <clears throat> there's a couple people in my life right now um, who, well, there's one in particular who only knows me a little bit, is religious, has specifically stated she only wants to date men in her religion, and seems to be currently making an exception for me about getting to know me. And I need to, I need to, um, I need to nip that in the bud before it grows because we only know each other a little bit right now. We're not like in any kind of relationship at all, but we kind of like each other, but she's, she's probably an ESFP. So I don't think there's like a future there because I don't actually get along with ESFPs in the long run. Um, they, it, although, like a good ethical ESFP, like a religious ESFP, I'd probably get along with a little better. But in the end of the day, I'm going to drive them crazy. Um, and at the end of the day, they're going to they're gonna bore me and seem, you know, unintelligent, or I'm going to insult their intelligence eventually on accident, or, which is really just intelligence in different kind of spheres. So I need to nip that in the bud. And... And I need to recognize that, like, it's like what, what ESTP friends said. Oh, then they're not invited. And they're not invited. He shrugged his shoulders, like, it's my house, you know. <laughs> so anyway, maybe that's the, the takeaway. People are very much welcome to have their religious tests, and they're not invited. <laughs>